You Are the Worst by Robin Chapman. She was standing in her partly open doorway, leaning slightly forward at the waist, fists balled, arms locked and sticking out a bit behind her, yelling, you never want to do anything fun, only boring stuff. I hate you. You're the worst. Maybe if you could be good at anything for once, this would be easier. Her mouth was open, wider than I thought possible, and spittle was flying forth as she raged at top volume. It was so cartoonish, I actually laughed out loud. I'll let you imagine how that might have gone over. This was only last Tuesday, but I honestly don't remember what I did about it. I'm sure I did something. The whole scene is swallowed in the hilarity of her Shrek-like anger. Is this good parenting? I have no idea. If someone had described the situation to me just a few years ago, I would have had two thoughts. First, I think I'd die if my child did something so hurtful to me. And second, that's so disrespectful. My child will never do that. Or if she does, she won't do it twice. Newsflash, younger Robin, you won't die. And yes, she will do it twice, or really a lot more. Actually, both my big girls have told me they hate me and that I'm the worst. And the smaller two picked up on it and started mimicking. So now I've been hated by a three-year-old. And of course I address the disrespectful and hurtful comments, but addressing it any one of dozens of ways won't necessarily make it stop. Jenna moved from a bassinet in my room to a crib in her own when she was about six months old. I bought a little clock that changed from yellow to green when it was time to wake up and faithfully came and got her at 9.01 every morning so that she could see it turn green and learn to expect me immediately. When she was 10 months, my husband and I would giggle at her video baby monitor in the mornings as she would stand, arms crossed and leaning on the rail of the crib, staring at the little yellow orb, knowing morning would come and with it, mama. As a first-timer, this reinforced my conviction that repetition really is the key to behavior modification. Easy peasy. Preschool added challenges to this formula. Growing independence combined with more and more and more babies meant my attention was divided, even as consistency became more important. Even so, when we decided the big girls were old enough to clear their places after being excused from the table, it took relatively little effort, mostly periodic reminders and maybe one or two predictable toddler, you're not the boss of me standoffs, to make it our reality. Changing their behavior was still well within my grasp. Preschool behavior modification still works for me, for the two children still in preschool. As the bigger two leave that phase increasingly behind them, I have to find new tools. It's still jarring to remember. Unlike the early years, I can actually make them do very little. When I try to use basic carrot and stick behavior modification with them, well, I wind up with a seven and a half year old screaming in my face. I'm learning, slowly, imperfectly. I'm figuring out how to connect with them so I have a place from which to speak to their emotional outbursts and the inappropriate behavior that comes with them. I'm trying to respond with compassion and guidance rather than completely understandable offense. I realize now that you're the worst is actually the best compliment my kids can give. It means I'm doing my job holding them accountable for their actions, and they don't like it, but they feel safe enough with me to voice their displeasure, however wrongly. None of my children learn well when they're in Hulk smash mode. If my girl is dysregulated enough to be behaving badly, she's reacting from an out-of-control amygdala. We call it her feeling brain. My first job is not to address her misbehavior or disrespect. It's not even to make her stop yelling. Job one is to calm myself so I don't add to the problem, then help her regulate. 
the how can we do better chat can happen once the thinking brain is calling the shots again. And I'm learning this anger doesn't tell the whole story. When my kids are doing hurtful things and I'm questioning every parenting choice I ever made to cause this madness, I need to remember the whole truth. I have influence, but not as much as I used to believe. I could modify their behavior pretty effectively when they were littler, but the older they get, the more obvious it is. They are who they are, sin and all, just like me. No amount of parenting can take their sin away. That's why Jesus had to die. But that's not the whole story either. The rest of the truth is they're created in the image of a God who loves them, and they reflect that glory, imperfectly, but as surely as they sin, they reflect his nature. My second grader's rage doesn't have to crush me. Sometimes laughter is the correct initial response. We'll be okay. The same child who was raging at me last Tuesday spent all her money, earned a quarter at a time, to get her siblings gifts on her own birthday. She's growing into a delightful, imperfect human. We all are. Robin, thank you so much for sharing that essay with us. Um, I'm Mary-Kate Brown here, part of the Kindred Mom team, and I am so excited to get to chat with Robin um, right after sharing that essay. And Robin, I just want to ask, what is your least favorite or your favorite game to play with your children? Basically, any game that says ages three and up is my least favorite. Like, I cannot with the Candyland. Um <laughs> I, I might be able to play a round or two of Connect Four, but I am really now that the now that the mm-hmm. big two are older, along with their mm-hmm. like Shrek outbursts, apparently. Right. Um, they also have the ability to play much more complex games. So we play Othello, which is like um oh, yeah. like the old one where you flip the yeah. things over. Oh, I played yeah, it I as reversey on my computer. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember my dad playing that. I still don't know how to play it, so I'm really impressed that your kids can play oh, it. It's, the, the rules are real simple. Um, okay. <laughs> real simple. But the strategy is much harder. I still always oh, okay. win. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> well, you'll impart that to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Blockus is fun, too. Um, that's like got all these little sh- square shape block mm-hmm. things that you have to lay out on a board. Um, my my second, the one the one from the essay actually really enjoys yeah. playing that with me. And sometimes she beats me. Ooh. So, yeah. Well, there. Well, what about this? If you could talk to your pre-kid self, what is something that you would tell her? Um, I would tell her, sweetie, you need to calm all the way down. <laughs> you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you just not? Um, <laughs> We're like on the same wavelength here. Absolutely. We're going to quote Taylor Swift all the way through. Um, but she, yeah, I, I would, I read every book ahead mm-hmm. of that schedule. Um, yeah. Like I read pregnancy books long before we were going to try. And I read like Baby Wise and Dr. Sears before, like when I was pregnant and birth books mm-hmm. and all the things, um, <laughs> thinking that I would be real on top of it, that I would know yeah. all the things, I'd have yeah. all the information. Yeah. And You'd be like the most prepared mom. I, I was. I was, I was <laughs> absolutely the most prepared mom. And as I mentioned, I reinforced it for a couple of years. Yeah. But then I didn't. Then it stopped working and I forgot everything that I learned. Um <laughs> And it's just, I needed to remember how little control I actually have of this whole process. Like, mm-hmm. there is no amount of me 
being prepared that's going to make this go flawlessly. Yeah. I think I would just tell her like, information is good. You're not going to do this right. And that's actually okay. Like Mm. screwing it up and then fixing your screw ups actually leads to better relationships with your kids than not screwing up in the first place. So I would pat her on the head because she was just adorable. (laughs) Bless her little heart (laughs) in the most Southern way. That's, that's really, really good advice. And I think as you share that, I think it's really helpful to have the tools, Mm -hmm. but I think that as we go through our parenting journeys, as we grow as parents, um, you know, we learn which tools are going to be helpful for us. Like we develop that wisdom of what to implement when. So Mm kind of leads me to my next question for you. How would you say that you have grown or changed as a parent as your own children have grown and changed? I have a lot fewer craps to give. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like when, when, when Jenna was a baby, like I was all bent out of shape about her nap schedule and Mm. what were we going to do about that? And like, and well, like just the color changing clock um, mm-hmm. that I was super duper excited about, which I mean, it did serve us well. It's just evidence of how super prepared and on top of it I was. Um, sure. And now like my youngest is three and she's been wearing, she has one pigtail in her hair <laughs> that has been there. Okay. When did... I have to think about it. It's been there okay. at least for four or five days. It's been there I a mean, long time. Um, yeah, we put pigtails in her hair like Thursday or Friday, maybe. Yeah, it was Thursday. <laughs> it totally was Thursday, and one of them and fell out Tuesday. on Tuesday, and it's now Tuesday. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, one of them fell out like the next morning, and she still has that other pigtail in, and it's all like goofy and silly, and I'm like whatever, you're fine. Do you want me to, do you want me to fix that for you? No. All right, cool. You want to wear your jammies all day, even outside play? That's also fine. Like I just (laughs) cannot bring myself to care. So I I choose a lot fewer battles these days. There's nothing wrong with that. I think especially the more kids we have, I think that's something I'm learning as a mom, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like all of us as individual, like moms, have our things that we need to do. And I think, you know, we just recognize like, what do I have bandwidth for? Do I have bandwidth to worry about the pigtail? Do I have bandwidth to worry about like the, the okay to wake clock? Like, and if you do, that's great. And if Mm -hmm. it serves you great, but if it doesn't, eh, your kids are still healthy, fed, you know, in a loving home. Like there's just, there's just things we learn that are more essential and not essential. (laughs) Yeah. And I have, I have super weird stuff that I do have bandwidth for. Like, they're still not allowed out of their rooms before nine. Um, (laughs) So, you know, um, so I I have like, my brain needs to enforce that rule. Yeah. Pigtails, clothes, like meh. It's a big deal. And I'm sure there are moms who are the opposite. I know there are moms who are the opposite and that's fine too. Exactly. No, I love it so much. I totally relate. Um, So I just want to ask, and related into the uh, parenting questions, what is some of the best or some of the worst advice that you've gotten as a parent? Um, I think I think the worst advice is the advice that we hear the most frequently, which is like, enjoy every second. It goes by so fast <laughs> because it does go by so fast. 
But when I get pressure to enjoy every second, I feel like a horrible person when I am not enjoying being screamed at by an infant or my nipples hurting really badly because somebody chomped down. Like, yeah, it's just, there's, there's, there's no nuance in enjoying every second. Like there are a lot of seconds that I need to not have pressure to enjoy. Um, I enjoy a lot of seconds, a lot of them, but for me, I needed, I needed to be okay. Not enjoying a few of them because it's okay if they're not enjoyable. Yeah, not not every second is guaranteed and guaranteed to be enjoyable. So mm-hmm. to have that pressure of like, oh gosh, am I am I soaking it all in? Am I doing enough? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it can feel like added pressure for sure. But I think it's enough just to say as a mom, like, I'm here, I'm present, and I enjoy my children, and I enjoy you know this this part of this season, and I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. So, are you guys watching anything these days? You watching anything you um, and your family? I. I am watching The Good Place. That is a lot okay. of fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, and we actually started watching a couple of Marvel movies lately. Not not all of them, um, uh-huh. but every now and then after the kids go to bed, yeah. we watch we'll watch a movie. Um, That's, we but, recently did that in our family. That's awesome. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. I see a lot of How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> and My Little Pony. I actually really like, I can't do other things. I can't be in the space and do something else while watching the How to Train Your Dragon Netflix series because Ooh. it cracks me up. Um, I no idea so I get distracted. One. I had no idea there it's was one. So, <laughs> it's so funny. Do you kids like How to Train Your Dragon? They've never seen it. They've never seen it. It's, I don't even it's know if I've fun. ever seen it. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Okay, I'll have to add it to our list when we do like a few yeah, yeah. night. Cool. Anyway, cool. I super enjoy it. No, that's awesome. That's always cool to have like something that your kids and, you know, that your whole family can enjoy together. It's no fun mm-hmm. when there's certain, you know, we've talked about that recently. When there's certain kid shows, you're like, I can't even handle this. But <laughs> it's nice yeah, to have things that everybody yeah. can enjoy together. So, man. Pinkie Pie's voice is like nails on a chalk. <laughs> I would not know. Terrible. That is that's good. That is one Just we haven't introduced and don't excellent. plan. Excellent. <laughs> Somebody else introduced it oh, for me. One of Thanks those so much. situations. <laughs> oh man. Yep. And well, thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing yeah. your wonderful, enjoyable, hilarious, relatable essay. Um, I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Yep, bye.